welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful Jay Lit. What it is? Uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, we just had, we had a uh, that was a little podcast before the podcast. Sometimes you guys get a little, you know, like when you walk up to the the mall, um, what is it, like the Vietnamese restaurant, and they just have the couple extra pieces of meat out there for you that you get to try before you order. Yeah, that's what you just got. Yeah, we had that was a, we did a little Panda Express before mm. uh, we started before the red light went on, and you know what? Maybe, maybe, uh, you know what, My, producer Mike, Mike, cut that up. And keep that, and then like let's just release it as a mis- like a little mystery segment. A you little know? mystery meat. We don't a little mystery meat. It's a Myst- little mystery meat. Mystery meat volume one. You might have just heard it. We might have already taken it out. Maybe you haven't heard it yet. That's it. Mm. So you know. So just wait for that. Um, I mean, a cowboy steak of an episode, and I know we've been saying that a lot lately, but this one... Do you one... want to come up with an alternative to the cowboy steak? Do you want to workshop something? Like, Do it you... can be a cowboy steak, but I feel like we're ordering a lot of red meat. Okay, well... Well, let's. Well, how about we just... How about we do this? We call them cowboy steaks, but each time we give it a new side. Okay, so, so what's today? Today's cowboy steak is being served with, um, roasted root vegetables. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That seems even more southern in a weird way. Oh, was I? I mean, I want. I was ready to go for just some crazy potato stuff. I was ready. To I just was. Be like, I, if you would have asked me, I would have well, said what, mountain of mash, absolute volcano gravy lake in the middle. Okay, you heard it. So uh, today's cowboy steak. That's what <laughs> we'll do. It'll be if it's a cowboy steak of an episode. We all choose. I'll choose a side, and you choose a side. Okay. So the first one. Today's. This one sounds good. I'm hungry. Yeah. Cowboy steak with a side of uh today's special. Yes. Is a cowboy steak with a side of roasted root vegetables and a mountain of mash with a volcano of gravy coming down. Uh, uh, the lake is in uh, the uh, yeah. a lake uh volcano with a lake in the middle of which is gravy. Yeah, yeah. So big episode, a uh, lot to get into. We are doing the bracket today. We're crowning our third of uh the final four in there. Mm. Um We'll uh we'll we'll get to that, but um we've also got some Deadpool submissions. Yeah. Yep, a lot of people came correct. That was a lot of fun, so we'll go over those two and so it's those It's just a fun thing to do. It's a fun thing to do. Um, you know, we had to put the disclaimer on the IG just in case anybody, you know, gets a little butthurt about it, which is fine with me. I'm okay with putting a disclaimer up. You yeah, know, the, disclaim all disclaim away. You know, Dreffin, our uh, heads heads head of social uh, he's he know he thinks of the things that we don't because he knows that we just we fly off the rails. I mean, look, you know, we just he's go supposed to spiritually guide our podcast. Yeah, we just do that. So he put the disclaimer up saying, "Hey, this is a little fucking fun thing we do. If you're not about it, you know, bounce. Yeah, like but don't come back. Don't click. Don't swipe right. Yeah, you know, swipe right in the future. But yeah, it's just a fun thing we do. Don't get too mad. But this we got a good prize coming with it. Um. We, uh, I want to do really quickly. I want to, I'm going to try and do this so much more is, is given our, given our plugs in the beginning. Mm. So guys, make sure you rate, r- subscribe, review, do all of that uh, fun stuff. Uh, you know, it helps the algorithm, um, go on there, leave like a nice, uh, you know, just a nice little beauty of a review, you know, maybe tell a friend, 
Definitely tell a friend. Uh, this thing's going to get on YouTube pretty soon. Uh, Alex is still learning uh, Final process. Cut Pro. Trust the process. Hashtag it. For some reason, I thought I was going to be able to just like click and drag. That's the Benson. That's what... Sh- I mean... <laughs> and I sat there for like two hours. I was like, how do I get the goddamn audio in here? <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah you gotta get knocked down a peg yeah, once in a while yeah you know I yeah so uh how was the weekend bud weekend was good you uh, had a meat week yeah um, <laughs> I had a, a weekend yeah you had yeah. a weekend dude um yeah mom's birthday father-in-law's birthday all with just a giant day of pig roasting did you smash both birthdays together or did you do them separate normally we do but it just didn't work out so mom's was Friday uh happy birthday Babs happy and birthday Bill, Ma and Bill um but on Saturday we uh basically all day long from like 12 till like 9 in the afternoon or in the evening uh cooked pigs at this church like fair yeah that was looking epic and it was yeah just that was pretty dominoes, epic it was very yeah that was pretty epic yeah i'll see you see how see the jewish community crosses boundaries they don't they don't see boundaries they don't no. know about ba- they know no boundaries Mm-mm. you guys say oh the Presbyterian Church needs uh some some, Look, some pig. Yo, they need some pigs, and they already got the Cubans on lock. Here's the situation. I'm showing up with the domino table, cigars, a fat sack. And yeah. then you know what? Halfway through the day, I'm just up in Padre's house and he's making some cafecito for the for the boy. Mm, That's how it goes. Round two cito. Yeah, exactly. Round so, two cito. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun though. Um yeah, just a action packed weekend. Some football to finish it off. What about you? Um, I had a fairly light weekend. We got a big weekend coming up. Yeah, I got. I, yeah, we got a big weekend coming up. Benny uh, broke back. Benny uh, Bobo Baggins. Bobo Baggins. Benny Blackjack. Blackjack Benny. Um, There's got to uh, be one mutton more chops. There. What was the other one? Uh, <laughs> what was sandalbar Benny. Handlebar. Handlebar. Yeah, sandalbar Benny. Um, uh, actually, I don't know if you got the text. I got the phone call. Blackjack Benny was alive and well this weekend. Oh, he oh, called he? me. He called me. He up. only calls you when he's up, right? He, he called. He, he only calls me when he needs something. First of all, oh, yeah, <laughs> a, a new wire. I wire thought he was account? like calling me to let me know that he was like, you know, it was like you know, ten thirty, eleven at night or whatever when he called me, and he was fleeting uh, to the Hard Rock. And I thought he was like, you know, letting me know that. But then the conversation ends with, um, "Can you leave a, some weed outside for me?" Oh, yeah. I was like, nice. I was like, oh, that's what he. That's well, yeah. That's, why. that's just a that's just a bro being a bro for a bro. Well, it was like, cause, but, but it's a good play, you know. After the casino, have like you know the doobie ready because if it's good, that's gonna be a good doobie. If it's bad, I need that doobie. Mm. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, uh, Blackjack Benny was alive and well Saturday night. So, Benny, uh, please text us as soon as you hear this, up or down. That's all I need. I to already know. know it's a it's uh, the wedding, man. He he, he he he. I was like, yo, before the wedding, how are you gonna go to the casino? And he was like, I need to get up. One last gamble. <laughs> he was one like, last I, ride. He's like, he's like, he's like, the bank account is depleted. He goes, and I think this is just the thing that's gonna get me back. <laughs> that's that. See, don't lie to yourself or kid yourself, folks. 
That's why you go to the casino. That's why. That's the why. Thrill. It's the thrill of you're like on your last. You're on your last dime, and you say, "I'm gonna rub this and turn this into a quarter." It's the thrill. And then of, I'm gonna turn it into yeah, a five piece. It's the thrill of let's see how this marriage is gonna go. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving that. Great move. Yeah. So up or down or down. Oh, down. It's a, it's a hard down. It was, it was such a hard down. He wouldn't give me any figures, no numbers, no what he, what he, what he started with. He was just like, Ben, just not good. Uh, looking forward to next week. Yeah. Text me on the side. Um, yeah. So weekend was good. Uh, let's, um, let's get into it, uh, cause we got a jam-packed episode. Let's open up the, uh, Janner's closet. Okay. Hey, Frank, it's Principal Asaman. Um, I hope you had a, a good time on your break. Um, but it's time to get back to work. Um, I don't know if you've been seeing, but they are, they're doing the mask mandate stuff again. Uh, so there's a lot of masks out in the parking lot, you know, because they're wearing it to the parking lot. And then, you know, this school doesn't mandate that type of stuff. We don't play that bullshit. So, yeah, could you, if you could just go pick up all those masks so we don't look like a, a school of assholes, that would be great. Thanks. Um, Frank, get back to work. Yeah, get back to work. He, we, you know, awesome and let him off a little, little bit there. Yeah, he's been were, airing guess, a I lot guess. of his stuff out in public recently. Yeah, he's going, he's going Florida. He's going a little scorched earth. <sighs> My God, that man. <laughs> um, so uh, talk to me about uh, our peacock. Um, who did we dig? Who did we not dig? I believe we had... Uh, who the fuck did we have? I'm trying to think right now. I'm, I'm like blanking right now. It was uh, Nick Waterhouse. Thank you, Nick Waterhouse. Jesus. Uh, Nick, yeah. I listened to it right after the last episode. I had heard, I think, he doesn't, I'd heard most, almost, I think, all of those songs. Yeah. I like him. Um, He's definitely what you would consider almost the way that Mare is, where there's not a lot of his type, like, out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost like the newspaper, where it's like a dying art if you will, you know. So it's interesting to see like hit like what he does because it's very uh, difficult and it it takes a lot of skill to do one of those dying arts, but still make it relevant with like you know uh, kind of making like you know music for this time. Right. Yeah. And you know, uh, Scott actually texted me as something uh, interesting I didn't even know. For like my birthday, I think like last year. Did you see that he sent us the picture? Yeah, yeah. Of of you and him, <laughs> of, of me uh, and Nick. Yeah. Oops. Um, but he uh, Scott, remember in the Peacock, I I was telling that story of how he worked at Rookie Ricardo's Records, and like yeah. that was like the record store. He kind of like fell in love with like you know that soul sound and you know blue eyed soul and shit. Uh, Scott texted me. He goes, yo, remember those uh, records that, because like two years ago, Scott got me a, a gift and Nick Waterhouse basically was selling, like you sign up, there's only like a hundred spots or it was like 50 spots. I don't even know, however many spots. And he was going to go to his favorite record store in uh, 
uh, in Santa Ana or New York. Or no, it was no rookies is in New York, wasn't? It? I think it was in New York. And he was gonna pick out forty fives, and whoever signed up and paid twenty bucks, he was gonna send you the forty five. Like he yeah. was gonna go digging for stuff that he normally buy. I think for I remember himself. you telling me about. Remember this. that? Yeah, yeah. Scott texted me. He's like, he's like, yo, those records that like. Uh, that Nick sent you that I bought for you. Blah blah. blah. He goes. He goes. Those were those were at rookie Ricardo's records. That's where he went. Oh, to dig that's where he was digging when we went full circle. Okay. Yeah. I remember like some of the, my very early like college memories were us. I don't even know where the fuck you took us, and we went to a couple different spots in Jacksonville, and we're just like digging for records. Oh yeah, yeah. When we ran like Q four five and shit, I wasn't there that time. Oh, you were. Oh, but oh. I was always envious of that. But I think I got. You to weren't meet there him. for that one. No. Oh, I, I guess got to meet him. Scott. I got to meet him at some point when we were downtown one night. Yeah, he definitely like was with us at nineteen oh four or some shit. Like yeah, that. I was like, that's dope. Because I, I can't even. Yeah. I can't remember the name of that record store, but yeah, that one was like in the hood. I can't even remember that one. That one was that was a pretty actually a pretty good record store. Yeah, it was. It was fucking head, fucking floor to ceiling <laughs> yeah. in fucking records, and like nothing was like at all. That was a true digger's paradise. It was just like this wall's hip hop. It looks like a whole this like wall's hoarding. Yeah, like, it was just of, and like. Yeah. Each cubbyhole was jam packed. You had to pull each individual record out to see what was on it. That one was that was yeah that was a digger's paradise. Love that. Yeah, we might need to get you to do like a list of a digger's paradise. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. I, 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 there's a few. I, Mike, I, write that down. Write that down. Yeah, write that down. Um, uh, one of the other things uh, that um. I actually meant to plug too, and, and and I'm gonna just do it now, right in the middle of Janice's closet, because I'm gonna forget. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, uh, I have a gig coming up. Oh, well, Fed Boy uh, is gonna be on the ones and twos at Laser Wolf. Okay, the uh, the night before uh, the big game. February twelfth, Saturday, February twelfth, day before the Super Bowl. Okay. So next next Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Well, when this comes out, still next Saturday, actually. Uh, yeah, still next Saturday when this comes out, February twelfth, Laser Wolf. It's their anniversary party, so it'll be like uh, it'll be hopping. It'll be a, yeah, it'll be hopping and stuff. It'll be shout a, out to Laser a, Wolf. It'll be a good time. Yeah, Laser Wolf, Chris and the boys. They're the they're the shit over there. They uh for some reason they kind of sort of like me. Maybe they don't. But I think they kind of sort of like me, and uh, they always take care of me. I just want to. Gr- I just want to grift in the shadows. Yeah, they're always really good to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna be uh we're gonna be rocking, uh February twelfth. So uh, check that out. But back to the Janners closet. Yes. Um, did did uh, are we still putting the pause in exploratory uh, truth some music? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's I'm been a, it's been a busy. It's been I'm busy. actually trying to come up with a couple in a row so that I can just start digging through all their stuff and updating everyone. Uh huh. So I'm kind of compiling a list right now, um, so that we can continue the search. Okay. The search is always. No, oh, the search. It's forever. Even, I mean, shoot, I know a lot, and the search continues for me. That's that's like the best part of music is like you think you know. You'll never be able to catch up. You'll find someone new. You'll be like, how did I not know this? Exactly. Those are the best. Yeah. Especially when you tell me about them and you've been holding them from me. Yeah, that Rory one was fucked up. Well, we're going to get into that in a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Um, 
do uh do you have anything else before we get into uh the Deadpool announcements? Well, do you have something that you learned this week? Uh yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, we got we got to do that. Um okay. So <laughs> Wait, um, hold on. Alex, what did you learn this week? So, I've got another um website for you. Okay. I got another website guy. Okay. We had some good peak. Uh, we had some good uh, feedback on uh, pack your shit up and get the fuck out. What was the name of ours? Pack your shit and, and go. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. It's like I think the name of the place was like packing, packinggo dot com, or it was, like, it was like the name of like the place of like the I can't fuck travel remember. agency. It was pack up and take go. Your, I think it was take, pack up and pack ours was like take, take your shit and leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. I fuck. I can't remember. <laughs> um. So. I'm just going to read the pitch. Okay. I'm just going to read the pitch. All right. Lay it on me. In most states, a death in a home, no matter how it occurred, is not considered a material fact, and it's not required to be disclosed. A murder could have occurred days ago, and the seller does not have to let you know. A death in a home, especially a violent death, can decrease the home's value by 25% and increase its time to sell by 50% longer than comparable homes. Would you want to know that? <laughs> would you want to know that a murder, suicide, or even a bizarre death occurred at the property before you signed the contract? Before you buy or rent a home, get informed about everything. Use diedinhouse.com to learn the history of your house. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I think really, this is one of your best. I really ended like I was like I was Di- like wait died in died house? in house it's diedinhouse.com I went on it it's real it's live I, I grabbed that from the website Did you look at your house? Diedinhouse.com no not yet. I don't know if I, I like I feel like I've been like cruising so far so good. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can This is more of I want to look at all my friends' houses. That's what I was just about to say. Was like I want to look at yours though. <laughs> like I want to pay the money and look you at keep yours. That from me? If you just found out there was a triple suicide at my house, are you just get, could you keep that from me? How about you want to do this? Let's do this. Let's let's shake on this if if you if you're down. You look up mine. <laughs> okay. I look up yours. Okay. Okay. We and from here on, like one of us, you know, we're gonna do it tonight yeah, or this week. I, I need to have to carry just as much of a burden as you. Yes, and we both have it, and like we'll but see what each if other. Only one of ours is is, well, is murdered. We don't and... say we don't we like we just I just know that you know, and you just know that I know, and then like we will see each other in like a week, and we'll be like, hey, did you do it? And we're like, yep. And you're like, did you do it? You're like, yep. And then we'll just be like, okay. And at any any point in the future, if one of us wants to know, we just ask you, and you gotta tell us. Okay, also, holler at us on the bat phone. <laughs> Send us, text us, or, or or leave a voicemail with your address, and we'll check yours, too. Or, even if, it, or it doesn't have to be your address. If you want us to check... Some, Any address. Send us an address. You don't have to tell us whose it is. We'd like to know whose is it, who it is. Also, don't send us any Waffle House addresses. Yes, we know someone's <laughs> been murdered there. You, we don't have to look it up. Do not you send do, Waffle House You know addresses. damn well Steve Arduino would have yeah. just said, like, would have just said, like, like, in all the Waffle House in the tri-state area. <laughs> don't do it. We already have confirmed it. No need. Um, yeah, so diedinhouse.com. Uh, we're going to look up each other's, and we're just going to have the information. 
and we're just gonna both know that that we have information. Look, we're gonna look it up, and then after we've looked them all up, you guys can ask us if you want us to say it, and we will tell you. Yes. Either yeah. On the air, most likely, or via text or some other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fun. I would really like a lot of people to get in on this, just like they got in a Deadpool because. Uh, when I, when I saw this, I was like, this is brilliant. This is a brilliant idea. Man. Like, like if, like, well, no, I've heard like about if I knew that. What, if, I've heard about oh, that. Oh, I've never Actually, heard of it. Oh, well, not the website. Oh. I'm saying I know that like about a house's value will certainly decrease yeah. when everyone's like, yeah, that's where the, the Peterman family. Like if murdered. I knew about this, I would have looked my house up before I bought it. I would have done this before, but now that I'm in, mm, mm. you know, now that I'm in. Mm. Now here's the other side to that. So like you're moving to like a house that was built in like 1850 in like Alabama, like not or not even Alabama. Let's just say, you know, in well, have, did you ever in New York? You did know you I ever mean? go up to Scott's place? Uh, no, no. I'm about to say, well, Scott, Scott, if you're listening, which I know you are. You're now moved into a new place, so you're good. Give us the address to your old place. Actually, I think it's like one Troy. You think, you think there's a it's one chance. Washington place, yeah, Troy, yeah, New yeah, York. Yeah. That's actually we're good. Hey, we're good. Actually, uh, yeah, we're all set, Scott. Mind, we're all never set. Mind, never mind. It was <laughs> because Scott's place definitely right, something happened. Picture a place like out in Texas, like out in like where the in the prairie and shit. Right. Like I'd want to look that up, especially because like if they had those old fucking records and like. Colonel Sanders was shot in a duel. Billy the Kid out yeah, back. out back in yeah. the backyard where my little pergola is. Yo. I want to know about that. You know what I mean? What if, what if, what if, ooh, idea. What if, what if we go around looking up addresses all over the place and finding, uh, you know, places that like have definitely the murders have been and then we can, we will rate them. And this is, we're, we're, we're realtors. We, we, we work for a real estate agency, and our real estate agency only sells houses that people have been murdered in. And then you, I like that. You know, we could really curve. This the is a market. five star rating. Like this was a triple homicide in this one. You know, like that's why the value goes is, is up a little bit. So you're saying that be, or down. The, the more violent and 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 frequency of deaths in that house is actually going to increase the value. Maybe not. It probably wouldn't. But I but I'm more of like we're we're selling to the people that are into one yeah. cuz there is a there there's, isn't there a market of people that would that are, that are into that? Yeah, this house, you know, nothing special as you can see, standard OD, not much to do here, but I have a triple homicide that I'm going to take you guys around the corner. Beautiful view of the park. Yeah. You guys are going to love it. Yeah. But if you if you guys are you know if you guys if you're in a, in a little bit of like you got a little budge if you're a budge Vic you got a budget going on, um, there is a place over off Thirty Second that uh, just a golden retriever drowned in the pool. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> do- oh, oh, we can't. Oh, we can't. No, inju- no animal deaths. Yeah, no, we, oh, no. That's gonna. Okay, that's our. That's what. That's our golden retrieval rule. It's like the yes, beer, no jerks. It's like (laughs) no animal deaths. Yeah. Yes, deaths, no animals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we will only sell houses that only uh, humans have died in. Yes. So what's the name of that uh, real estate agency? Oh man. Um, dead estate agency. Um, Um, now you're on to something. Estate. Um. Deathly. Text us those two. Yeah. We want you guys. We were outsourcing this work to you guys. Yeah. What's, I'm trying to... Uh, uh, 
Yeah. Okay, you, let's. God, I, I got nothing off the top. Just Good Bones Inc. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I like that one. Good Bones Realty. Yeah, Good Bones Realty. Exactly. Good, good Bones Realty. Yeah, that's um, what it is there. So yeah, go check out Dead in House. We'll look up each other's and it's... Uh, if anyone Wait, out there is... Died in House. I'm sorry, Died in House. Died, died in House.com. Thank you. Don't look it up. Send us your addresses. We will shoulder the burden. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh yeah. That's another option too for you guys. If you want to send us your address, but say, hey, can you guys just keep this secret for me? That's and what I'm saying. I want to open it up to everyone. Oh, We're okay. gonna do that. Okay. And then, and then if you want to know, you, you hit let us, us up. know. You hit we'll, us up, and then we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll break it to you together. We'll come over to your house. We'll have a beer with you. We'll actually take what you is- into the room, into the closet, <laughs> and be like. This is where they had to redo the rug, you know. <laughs> if you want, we could charge a fifty dollars fee and bring some catch up and like really reenact the whole motherfucker, <laughs> no. you know. Just like, <laughs> and this is where the bullet went through the neck. But no, when we show up to your house with with the results, if I have sage in my hand, it's not looking good. Okay, no, that's what happens. <laughs> we you come over and we sage the place. You you you, you, you say you want to know. Two hours later, we both show up at your door. We just knock and we are looking at you and you already have the sage lit. That's how you know that someone died in your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good Bones Realty. All right, Good Bones Realty and pack your shit up and fucking go. We're going to... Someone go Dude, back. yeah. Good Bones... Uh, uh, what's, what's, what's our tagline? Good Bones Realty. Uh... You're dying to you're dying to move here. <laughs> you're <laughs> it's something like that, right? It's something it's like we're, yeah. we'll, definitely low we'll work to death for yeah. you. Yeah, you know, we'll, <laughs> you know just, we'll work. Well, yeah. All right. Well, we'll come up with it. Yeah, we'll we'll noodle something and we'll figure something out there. Um, but, but hit us up. Uh, um, yeah, hit us up. Uh, Jordan, what did uh, what did you learn this week? All right, so <laughs> with the uh, with the motif of this week being about the marriage and the uh, the nuptials of these two, I uh, uh, of of elbow baggins over here. I wanted to look up marriage, and if I asked you, do you know how old? The concept of marriage is. Oh boy, I bet we were talking. Uh, it's not ta- like as long as I think you're gonna think. I bet oh, I'm just going basically... Roman. All right, going Roman well, times. It was four thousand three hundred and fifty years ago. Um, and basically, like before that, it was like packs of like wolves would be like that's like pe- people were like packs in packs and shit like that. And basically, in um, Mesopotamia. Was actually where the Fertile Crescent, the Fertile Crescent, as they say, as thank you. And um, but here's kind of the here's where it kind of gets the me too part. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Marriage primary purpose was was kicking in 4000 years ago, huh? Well, marriage's primary purpose was to bind women to men and thus guarantee (laughs) that a man's children were truly his biological heirs. Uh, Through marriage, a woman became a man's property. So the word bind and property are just not good words in those. In, no, in there, you know? no, those no, aren't no, no, good. no, no, Those aren't good. Uh, so we've come a long way since then. Um, but I was just interested to know 
when that even started and uh, how long it's been around. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, I like the concept before, honestly, better just like uh, the com- the communal concept. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what like I in like when I when I like read those like I have like an amazing book in there actually. It's about uh, it's called uh, Civilized to Death. It's a Do really you like really good book. Start a commune. Yeah, it's a really and, and the guy so he it's a doctor and he writes about and he went and lived with these tribes of Indians and stuff and he the book is about how we become overly civilized, but he gives like really cool history on uh, how actually you know male and and and, and females like actually how we lived the majority of our human like kind life was actually in these, like just to help each other. Everyone raised all the kids in the community. Like there was a person in charge in the, in the village, but like it was just, you know, they weren't like the sheriff or anything. It was just like there, but there was a person in charge. I want to be the sheriff. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely like vine for that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, uh, oh, one of the cool things actually uh, that I remember was about like we'll call him the 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 the, the shaman sheriff. If you wait, com- he's shaman and sheriff. That's why I, I just made it up. I kind of want to be that now. But he <laughs> like he was like you know the person that was like in head of the village, and one of the rules, one of the laws in 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 the village, in like the back in the day, Indian villages, they um, if you committed a crime, like you know if you stole, if you killed, if you raped or did if you whatever whatever their laws were if you committed it as long as you went to the shaman sheriff and told him before it came out you were absolved but you weren't allowed to do it twice okay that was like a law which i always like found what if interesting. we have like a mild disagreement and i murder you because of that and then i go tell him that kind of sucks yeah you're dead now yeah but i mean like you get like a punishment or whatever but you're not like it's not an eye for an eye. Now, if you do it again, now you, you're done, though. All right. Yeah. But, uh, all right, that's interesting. All right, Benny, yeah. get ready. Yeah. Get ready for, for a little Fertile Crescent on Saturday night. Mm, Hopefully. I like that. It's <laughs> going to be funky. Um, let's get into the Deadpool. Okay, so what? these are submissions that other people have? These are submissions. These are all the ones that I gathered up until uh, showtime. We told everybody to get them in. So if, you, uh, if you're not on this list, you didn't get them in in time. And one legitimately well-priced uh, concert, concert ticket. ticket. Yeah, to, uh, of your choice. Of your choice. Yes, that is the prize. Uh, there were... uh, actually, I want to put a, I want to put, I want to put a contingency on that. Throw one on there. All right. If you don't pick something within the next year, we get to buy you one ticket, and you have to go to a concert of our choice. Yeah, I like that. We have to buy a year, six months, a year, a year, a year. You get a year. Yeah, yeah. Like That's that. it. Um. So, uh, just to go over the rules again for any uh, new listeners, uh, the Deadpool. If you, I mean, if you don't know, Deadpool is you know first one. Someone, someone has to die this year, and we're trying to predict before it. November. No, before December first. It has to be before. They have to die before rules. December first. They had to be in. Uh, had to have been under eighty-five years old and having no pre-existing conditions. You know, in the last like year or two. Correct. Right. Yeah. I mean, he can't. You can't pick someone that's like had cancer three times already. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
or is have has it or you know any of that stuff. Okay, so uh, just to recap, Jordan's picks were Jane Fonda. Oh yeah, and, we, and you picked a male and a female. That was the first time we did that this year. We were it was we used to only do one. I went Jim and Jane. You went Jim and Jane. You went Jim Brown, Jane Fonda. I hate my picks now. You hate them. I I yeah. I'm okay with mine still. I like yours, and yours I were... I chose Dolly Parton as my female, and my male was Cheech uh, Marin from Cheech and Chong. Yes. Um, so let's, let's, we've got, so we've got some here. Uh, the Mitskis. Okay. The Mits- Can't wait to see them. The Mitskis, yeah. Big, big reveal coming. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's excited, too. Good. Um, all right, the Mitski, uh, Litsky, uh chose Bill Cosby and Tina Turner. Love that. Lo- well, I don't love Tina. Listen. But I love I love Bill for you. I think everybody loves that Bill. That was who I was thinking about choosing, and I kind of wish that I had just rode with my dog. He told me he told me that one, and I was like, "Damn, that's a no brain." Maybe we sh- maybe I'm gonna start choosing people of who I wish would die. Yeah, cause <laughs> you know what I mean. I Can we do like a third like a third option of just like a and, guilty and then, pleasure? Yeah, like a guilty pleasure death. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> But I would say if it's a guilty pleasure death, it's got to be like 60 or under. Like age. Yeah. <laughs> like, My mind just went in a terrible place. Yeah. I just thought of like just who's the pop star I hate the most. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm going Chrissy Teigen. What? Uh, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, just kidding. Um, all right. So, uh, Bill Cosby, Tina Turner on the board for Mitski. Good choice. Um, Don't love t- the, uh, Tina, though. Yeah. There's a couple in here that, you know, no one's... Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I was getting... Cr- I had so many people text me about Dolly, and they were crushing me. I'm like, I don't want it either. But you thought that it was a good pick. See, that's the thing, actually. This is... Uh, the Deadpool is really not, like... You don't, you don't really want to pick a layup. You want to pick, like... A half court heave. Yeah. That when it goes in, the whole crowd goes yeah. wild because you you like somehow called that. Exactly. Like the low hanging fruit is like there's almost no real like good feeling about that. Yeah, yeah. I I like your I like your uh, your analogy on that. I like the analogy. You don't want like, the layup, baby. No. Heave that thing from half court and let's see what happens. Yeah. Let it fly. Um, all right, so we've got uh, Scott. We got Piper here. He's on the board with Brian Wilson and Patty Smith. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys okay. and Patty Smith. Patty Smith is a good one. That is a good one. She's been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've got Steve Arduino. Came in real correct. Yeah? Came in real correct. Okay, okay, okay. Steve Arduino, uh, his male, he has Richard Lewis, which I know that one hurts for you. Oof. And then his female he'll, is... He'll, he complains way too much to die. <laughs> the complainers, the old, do, the the complainers old, do stick around. It's the old Jewish adage. The long, the more you complain, the longer you will live. Is that real? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Listen, it's yours. That was, that, that's what I learned this week. <laughs> Healthy as an ox. Oh, my God. The guy complains all day. His fucking vitals are perfect. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so his male was Richard Lewis. Female, Caitlyn Jenner. See what he did there? Right. <laughs> You, I, 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 you teed it up and then put the see what he did there as you you couldn't help yourself, bro. I when I when I was writing down a list, I just out loud laughed very hard. 
I think he, I was like, he that's giggled, how you put a giggled, bow on it. That's he, how you do it. about that one a lot. I was like, as, you, as he texted that's you. That's how that. it's done, people. Okay. All right. All right. You want to you you get us with a little jabberoo? That's how it's done. Man. All right. Uh, the next one we have here is from Czech. He said it as a joke, but I told him it's, it's being aired. So. Oh, yeah. No, you got to lie to people he to did, get the information. He did. He, I don't know what he was going for, like the comedic thing, but he did Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris. Both of them? He did both. Who's the Secretary of State? Uh, Condoleezza Rice? No. <laughs> I don't know. Colin Powell? Oh, he's, oh, he's dead, actually. <laughs> yeah. Good choice. Um, all right, so he's, uh, he's on the board with, uh, with the. Uh, I really want someone to send in someone who's already dead. We I haven't had one of those yet. Well, right? I checked every like everyone that came in. I checked them because a couple people had some that were like, like I forget. I want to just next year. I'm picking Muhammad Ali. Ian, like yeah, Ian came in. He's like Bob Barker, and I'm like, first of all, I was like, I thought he was dead. No, he's alive. And then when I looked it up, I was like, bro, he's 98. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I was like, nah. That's the low hanging. I was like, you he's wouldn't not... feel good about that. Yeah, man. exactly. Heave that thing. Yeah, like so. Um, he heaved. <laughs> <laughs> Ian heaved. Okay. Ian heaved really well. Um, as confident as I expect. Um, I'm going to save him, though, because his was an hostage. And that, that could have a heave. Okay. Uh, so next on the list, we've got Nina. Nina. Okay. Nina, Nina lived in. Okay. Nina, Nina is an undercover listener of the show, in case you didn't know. Oh, I know. She's a big fan. She came and she came correct. She came really good, I thought. She, she, d- she would do her homework. She though. did really good. Uh, she picked Christopher Walken. I mm, that one would hurt. That one hurts. And Dion Warwick. Don't know who that is. Do I? Old soul singer. Motown shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so two. She's she's old. She's like she's right there. She's like eighty five. She's right there. Mm, I picked a couple of eighty fivers. You did. So once again, I don't know if that's if that's cherry picking either. Um, no, I think that's just smart. Yeah, I mean, I was you yeah, know, but I checked. I did some homework. Um. Uh, Brandon, uh, my brother-in-law, he came in with Donald Trump. So let's round out the set, the, the, the presidents politics. there. Okay. Thank you. Uh, he came in with Donald Trump and Stevie Nicks. No. Mm. Yeah. So people out I there. I think that would be shock. People out there that are mad at Dolly Parton. You need to talk to Brandon. Yeah. I might have to have a word with him at the wedding. I, I say even said something to him. I'm like, damn, Stevie Nicks. And he just texted back, lots of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he thought about what, you know, he thought about it. And to round out the list uh, with the heave. Okay. Ian, uh, hey, would you blow me night? Came in with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay. Uh, that's a that's a heady play. Jizzy Lane Maxwell and his male, Bam Margera. Great choice. Really also. good. Very destructive. Really, Needs really good. Yeah. He wanted Bob Barker, and I was like, way too old. And he was like, what the fuck, 85's the cutoff? I'm like, yeah, we got to cut off somewhere. And then, he goes, and then he goes, all right, Bam Margera. I was like, dude. Yeah, that's... <laughs> like, I was like, those are exact opposites. That's actually but that's really a good, good list, because he went not that old for either. You, you could know, go... But I, going I, to prison, I and mean, then someone, I mean... I, you could go any Bam, one of the jackass fucking yeah. cast members, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that was a bad pick. Yeah. You know? Maybe we'll come on. We'll just put a little mystery meat out of just like a, a couple guilty pleasures. <laughs> we'll think about it. Yeah, we got. You think still of... have. We'll give you a couple more. We'll give you till next episode. Get your uh, submissions in though. If you're trying to be in, 
Um, and we'll get you one moderately priced, <laughs> decently seated yes. concert ticket. <laughs> and I can't wait for whoever, if somebody does win... The disappointment on their face when we just buy wherever you're going in, to fucking in their Dave hometown. Band. It, no, it's just, no, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a Temptations cover band. Oh, I like that though. You know, I want to send them somewhere terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're going to Dave Matthews Band, and you have to be there three hours before. Okay, let's. It's bracket time, baby. Woo! It's bracket time. We are in the gymnasium. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's get to it. We got we got some heaters. So here, man. first off, some matchups. Name name uh name who we our 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 former uh final four members. Yes. So that we can remind everyone. So we've got a final four. This will be the third spot of the final four. The other the last two winners are Rod Temperton. Our first our first who, one who punched his ticket. The number one seed and the second seed was Mayor Hawthorne. Mayor Hawthorne. Okay. If you guys don't know who that is, guess what? You've got some homework. You go back to the episode and you listen. Boom. Because they're all there. Yep. Um, this is one, I just want to say, this is one of, I'm sure everyone loves this, it's one of my least favorite days. Because I feel we like don't, I'm, we take no pleasure. I'm drowning ducks, baby ducks. Well, when we were putting together the bracket, the last, the last matchup crushed us. Yes, we both, we both, we both, we don't even, we haven't we even looked at it since I wrote it on the board. We don't even we haven't even looked at the names. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm trying not to. I was having anxiety as you wrote it out. So now it's time to. So to, let's to, just. I think we should just go. Start go just just go and go. Yeah, not even not even say like who's all there. Let's just hit it. All right, these are all. This is one through sixteen. Look, all these teams did something right to get into the tourney. They punched their ticket, whether it be. You know, win a bunch of good conference games. Maybe got lucky schedule. against, like, some big teams that were having COVID issues. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, COVID you know entries I mean? that could be in here. You know, that's so. how, I think that's dire straits. I know you'll agree. They got in uh, they a couple of those COVID games. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing Duke when Duke had three I people. We, I can't wait till we get to the dire straits uh, matchup. And I go, okay, so we have you like, we're not doing dire straits. No. So... Uh, <laughs> We got some people on here though. It, it's going to be interesting. So let's let's just start and these are this is it. All right. So uh, first matchup here, we've got Bobby Fuller versus Waylon Jennings. Now, um, I think two, this is pretty clear cut. I think it's clear cut too. But we had two really good stories there. Those actually, you know, out of like everyone here, they actually had like the coolest stories. Bobby Fuller and Waylon Jennings had had, had good stories. And a little similar because it's kind of in the realm of that folky kind mm-hmm. of music. But I think there's just the measuring stick on one is so small and the measuring stick on the other is so much larger. Waylon. Yes. Yeah. It's got to be Waylon. It's got to be Waylon. Okay. That's 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 a that's a uh, that's David going up against Goliath. Yeah, that's and, and, and a lot of it really has to do with Bobby Fuller. Just he was mysteriously killed. A little too early, so his catalog isn't there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the a lot of the peacocks have the cachet of being someone who kind of started a movement or created a sound. Yes. So you can't ever take that away from mm-hmm. him. But that's just strictly strength of catalog, which really comes into bench strength. Yes, exactly. So Waylon just they kept running the ball, 
And Bobby, you know, they couldn't keep up. Yeah, you're that's the perfect. I love the basketball stuff you've been doing all. all I'm all gonna at. be doing a three man weave all through this. Thing. Let's do it. Um, don't know what that is. Love it. Um, this one. Oh, this Standard one's interesting. Drill. Uh, Art Blakey versus. Junior I hate Kimbrough. it. I hate this choice too. This one sucks. So basically, Damn. we have here jazz versus blues, which I hate. For them to ever go against each other. Yeah, that's a terrible matchup. I mean, I think what you would probably think is I, I would I want to lean Junior Kimbrough, but I think the respect of Art Blakey needs to be. I'm I'm on the Blakey camp. I'm Blakey. I'm Team Blakey. I'm, I'm Team Blakey too. Um, it hurts. I know it hurts you right now. But I think that his inf- his influence was a little bit more Kimbrough, you know, a lot like you know he has. I mean, he's got he's got he's got a catalog out there, but it's a little repetitive. Yeah, and I just think that the what happened in Art Blakey's career, how he continued to cycle people through. Yeah, that's kind, kind of, of like although jazz to me is still more of a niche music than blues, which I think is more like widely accepted. Mm-hmm. I think Blakey still had a bigger impact. Yeah, on the community than than Junior Kimber. Yeah, that's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Right. Yeah. All right, next we've got Mary Wells up against Mac Miller. Okay. Okay. I think now, it's... just this is kind of the opposite of the last one, where completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Should we do the one, two, three, and we and we and we say it? Yeah, I think this is our and first then we, and two, then we one, go two, three. For, all right. One, one two, two, three. three. Mary Mac Wells. Milling. Yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. Damn. All right, we gotta we gotta we gotta flip then, right? Because I'm pretty staunch. You're not going to get me to get Mac Miller. Mary Mary Wells is probably my favorite Motown artist. So you're not going to get me to move. I'm not going to move. Off I'm of, not. Off. I'm not as passionate on Mac Miller as I stated in my initial. Um, Mac I'm going to come over. I'm really going to come good. over. He was good. He was, but th- once again, Mary I think Wells, he, there's a lot like him. She and I don't like think the, there's as much like Mary Wells. I think she, I think wasn't she was like the queen of Motown. I th- or, or no, yeah. like she was. Like, wasn't the she the first? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, was she a, paved the way, and I wow. think that deserves some respect. Mary Wells. Or Mary Kimberly? Wells. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Mac. We love you. Hey, it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a good game, but the, that Mary fourth Wells quarter hit. Un, one by six. That fourth quarter hit, and you guys were a little gassed. Yeah. That full court press. I think we have our first blowout. <laughs> All right, so we are now, as you can hear, we have approached the Dire Straits matchup. Guess who's in Dire not... Straits? <laughs> I'm about to say it. Here comes the the uh, the pun. Um, we got <coughs> we got Gorillas versus Dire Straits, and I'm just gonna put Gorillas because we don't even, like. I, I'd I, love to just gloss over it. I don't. I, I don't want. I'm. I'm only glossing over it for you. Thank you. The gorillas are. Clear I gave cuts. you Mary Wells, and yeah, and we're well, glossing over it, and you're just gonna deal with it. Yeah. Luckiest band of all time. <laughs> okay. Uh, next matchup here is a goodie. This is a well two heavyweights. Um, this is a this is a good matchup, evenly matched. This is Providence against St. Joe's. Thank you. I was gonna ask you. I was like, "What's what's that in the in the uh, this is March just Madness an old role? like Big East tourney game." Okay, uh, we've got Betty Davis versus Charles Bradley. We've got it's pioneering tough. woman versus uh, neo soul keeping it alive. 
Yeah, one was one was starting it, and one is is trying to keep it on off the deathbed. Yes. Yeah, keep it out of the Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Because so, this is this is, I think, actually a very tough one. This one is actually very tough because strength of schedule is essentially even. Yes, and and, and I'm just gonna walk. I'm gonna walk you through my thought process. I don't have. I'm not going. I'm just gonna walk. Betty Davis. Pioneer. She's you know she started the that whole funk like women funk. Yeah. She was raunchy, sexual, had her own sound, but fizzled. You know she didn't like the limelight. She got out of there pretty quickly. A and now is a, a hermit. comet streaking through the sky. Yeah. They had a five game run at the end of the season. They barely punched their ticket. Right. Yeah. So she like you know she pioneered some things, but she also didn't want to stick around. Now you got the king of sticking around. Yeah. Charles Bradley. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think as I'm letting you talk me into it, I'm, I would think I'm even more staunchly on the Charles Bradley train. I think I'm more staunchly on the Charles Bradley train because he stuck with it. He was, it was late in life and, um, he, you know, like, I don't want to say he didn't give up like Betty Davis did, but he's the story of like perseverance. Yes. So he's kind of the opposite, right? Yeah, and I think we, I think we award that over, you know, quitting on the team. Yeah, it's she's the cocky superstar that came in and then said, "I don't need this anymore." And yeah, he was the guy grinding in the D League, mm-hmm. just trying to get, uh, you know, some minutes. Exactly. Charles Bradley. Charles Bradley. Who's Who's the who's the NBA equivalent of you know Betty Davis and then who's the NBA equivalent of Charles Bradley? Betty Davis would be like a um, maybe Brandon Roy had some knee problems and had to get out. Well, Greg Oden. Greg Oden wasn't good enough um, to have who was been, lo- and been in long enough. What was the first one? What'd you uh, say? Brandon Roy. I'm also thinking of like maybe like a. Uh, uh, she was well. I can't say Grant Hill. Maybe Charles Bradley's Grant Hill. All all the knee and ankle problems, and then came back and had a pretty decent career at the end. Yeah. So Charles Bradley is Grant Hill. I like that a lot. And, and Betty, Betty Davis, Davis. I would think more like Stefan Marbury. Boom. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Stefan Marbury. Love that. Boom. Needed to do that. Okay. Yeah. Another interesting one here too, as well. We've Very, got yes. We've got t- two. This is you know this is the European team playing. Yeah, you know, this is Argentina versus Harlem. Yeah, the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yes. Um, you've got Tame Impala versus Sister Sledge. This you know where I'm gonna. You know where I, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Because I mean, Sister Sledge. They were funky. They were they were really good. They, they were, had some really big hits too. They had some really big that's, hits. That's 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 the hard part for me in accepting the inevitable defeat of them. But I just wanted on the record that they have some songs that endure through like pop culture and uh, yes. like movies and like just entertainment. We'll hear a Sister Sledge song this weekend at the wedding. Exactly. Like a Sister Sledge song is almost guaranteed at 90% of all weddings on yeah. the planet. Yeah. Um see, I wanted, you know, I wanted to go in, now that we're talking through it though. I feel like that needs to be rewarded. You know, is like Damon Paula, I mean, 
they're great. They've got the you know they've got their own sound. They create their own sound. They're they're newer. So, but is their stuff gonna stand longevity stuff like? Those Sister Sledge songs need to be recognized. You will play Tame Impala we are family. for the rest of your life. You know life. what I mean? Like we you are know what fa- I mean? Yeah. But will the guy who is at Elbow Room right now play that in 40 years? I don't think so. I don't think uh, so. Me either. I think Sister Sledge. I think Sister Sledge. I can't believe I talked you into that. I think she. I think they. I think the girls squeak it out in, in Double O T. I'm the high price lawyer in that they brought. Sister Sledge brought in just to get you to walk to the Fuck other side. Me, Sister Sledge. Wow, an absolute That's maybe an one upset. or two seed. Tame Impala. That's an Benson upset is upset for me. as he's writing it, <laughs> but he knows it was probably. That Sister Sledge has put together a better second half. Yeah. They came out, they hit their baskets, and they played defense, and guess what? They edged it out somehow. Yes. Um, okay. Um, we've got Danger Mouse these here. Last, these last four. Yeah. The Danger Oof. Mouse versus Eagles of Death Metal. Two completely different types of teams. A lot of these have actually been kind of like opposite ends of the spectrum. There's yeah. been a good mix of that. Um, I think I know who I'm choosing. Do you, what, what's your thoughts here? My, see, the Eagles of Death Metal are an amazing rock band to me. Every one of their songs, they're just, their guitar riffs are just like right up my alley. I love them to death. But honestly, it's the, it's the production credits, the Danger Mouse that, that have put it over for me. Cause I, you know, I'm like that audiophile producer head. Like I love to know like who, you know, like when I hear the rap beat, I have to look up and see who made the beat. Yeah. And the fact that Danger Mouse, you know, did the Gorillas, that, you know, that Gray album with Jay-Z was stupid. I mean, yeah, you can't deny. Dude. I mean, he had a huge, Gnarls he's got Barclay. Gnarls Barkley, like with what you would call it. I mean, that's, crazy. Gra- that's Grammy shit. Yeah. Like he was a death metal, although they don't sniff that. No, but it's a different, I mean, I, I get and respect and don't necessarily make that like the reason I'm picking Danger Mouse also. Right. Like it's not because they've had so much commercial success and Eagles of Death Metal haven't. To me, it's just like also like an imprint on the culture to me is always gonna weigh heavily into my strength of schedule. Yeah. And Danger Mouse yeah. has his fingerprints all over so much different shit. Black keys. That's what we're I'm gonna, saying. We're going danger, right? Yeah. yeah. It was always Danger Mouse. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I wanted to at least have that conversation. Yeah, they need to be recognized. That was just a bad matchup for Eagles. Yeah. It was just a bad matchup. You for ran them. into a buzzsaw. That's you, what we say. Yeah. You yeah. ran into a buzzsaw. Now, speaking of buzzsaw, uh, is there another one behind that buzzsaw? Because <laughs> this I mean, yes. a, a bigger one? Yes, there is. Peter Tosh versus Rory Gallagher. I don't even want to... I want to put the marker away. (sighs) I have been thinking about this essentially since you wrote it down. I have too. I think I have my choice. One, two, three it. And I'm ready to make my argument. Let's one, two, three it. And let's just see. Let's just see. And then then see see if we have to argue. Okay. One, two, three. three. Peter Tosh. Okay. Yeah, and, and and Rory is that dude, but Peter is a little bit more of like the, that dude of behind the scenes, well, teaching teaching Bob. This is where we actually go back to the pioneer factor. Rory Gallagher was great, but there was already pretty well established great 
Clapton's musicians. and stuff were out there doing it. Rose Stones were around. There was a lot. There was a lot of other big guitarists that were also rip roaring. And Peter Tosh was literally. He is the crater of the epicenter that is that reggae, reggae dubby reggae sound that you hear now from Bob Marley. Like that yes. came from. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that was easier. That that was I a thought, quick. Yeah, that I was thought, a quick game. There was I, a, there were like no fouls in that game. Yeah, no fouls. Barely the ball did not go out much. The clock was running like the whole that time. That was a really quick um, game. I thought you were totally going to be on the other side there. I thought I was too, but like when I was sitting there looking at it for like the last hour, I was like, ah, I don't. Ah. It was the it was the other guitarist for me is what it was. I was, I was like, yeah. you know, Page and Clapton and fucking. Pete Townsend and like and all the blues guys in the Mary like I was like, you know he was good you know but Stevie Ray Vaughan was doing that shit too, yeah so there yeah there's a lot of people that you could have easily because he went into like the to. 80s like and Stevie Ray yeah. Vaughan was doing that same Texas shit yeah and I just don't think that there's really I mean Bob which I think a lot of people would elevate above Peter but if you're not talking if you take Bob out of the equation and you look at reggae. There's one man that stands where he would stand. Yeah. And it's yeah. Peter Tosh. All right. Let's uh, uh, top to bottom, bottom top. Let's start at the top. I need to work my way through. Okay. I need to get away from them for a yeah, while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go get some popcorn. I don't want, they can't schedule them on back-to-backs. They need to let them no. rest, you know? Okay, so we got Waylon, uh, Waylon Jennings versus Art Blakey here. We got Country Western versus uh, Classic, Classic Jazz. Um, this is a tough one. This one's a little tough. This one's a little tough. Um, I again, it's really hard to, you know, make an argument against Blakey just because of the factory that he was. You know, because Waylon was Waylon Waylon was an, is an amazing uh, country western guy. But see, again, kind of what we were talking about with Rory, you know, but he had much more commercial Cav- success than Art Blakey. Uh yeah, but different times, different times. Yeah, I mean, Blakey's vinyl records are cost more than fucking Waylon's. And my whole thing is with Waylon was like, I love that that's part of the argument. Yeah, you. I threw that in there. I just kind of yeah. subtly. I thought I could softball it in there, and you wouldn't, and it would just go right by. No, I fucking jack. Um, Waylon was also like, you know, do like with Johnny Cash and with Willie. You know, he wasn't like groundbreaking. He wasn't doing anything. He was just. I mean, he was kind of like the first out, kind of sort of like an outlaw, like, you know, country singer. I think I'm more Waylon on this one. Yeah, I'm Blakey. This might be our first coin flip. Let's do it. Yeah? It's time. All right. Let me grab one. The question is, what are you going to go with? I'm not Blakey. No, I'm saying what, uh, are you going to go heads or tails here? I'll let you pick it. I'm going to pick? You can pick it. You can pick it. Oh, my God. Okay. Which one do you want? I'm strictly a heads guy, but right now I'm just thinking I gotta go tails. All right, so tails is Waylon, heads is Blakey. We've got what year? What year do we got? I was about to say we've got uh, we've got uh, 2021. Oh, new good year. Yeah. Um, and it's the it's one of the uh, the state coins. Yeah, Montana. Uh, <laughs> no, um, uh, it's Delaware. 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 Yep, we got we got Delaware. We got George Washington on the boat fucking saying go. All right. He got there. Heads is Blakey or Yes. Yeah, heads is Blakey, tails. Tails never is, fails. All right. 
Oh my god. Let's go! Let's I'm okay go. with that. I'm okay with that. It truly was a coin flip. It me. was. It was. That, and, and that that's a basket going in at the end. There was maybe a defensive lapse by Waylon. Yes. And they didn't get a layup, but they got a six footer where they wanted it for the win. Like that was a game where the coach, you know, did back to back timeouts or something, and he yeah. lost the game for him. He, like he mismanaged the clock. Yes, yeah, something there. It wasn't Waylon's fault. Maybe, was it a Chris Weber tried to take the timeout? Mm, yes, that's exactly. Yeah, it was that. It was Chris. just a lapse. Chris, it was a lapse in judgment, man. Okay, he had a decent career after. Don't worry. Okay, this one's interesting. We got Mary Wells versus the Gorillas. <sighs> I'm not saying I have a political agenda here, but I think this is also pretty clear cut. One, two, three? Sure. One, One two, two, three. Gorillas. Mary Wells. Shit. Definitely gorillas. Why? Here. I think that they've had a, they've had a good mix of Mary Wells has way more hits. I think they've way. they've had a good mix of stuff that is just for their fans and commercial success. To where, and they've evaded essentially any true type of genre to me. Yes. Which, to me, when you're that ambiguous musically, I have a lot of respect for those types of people. The people that can evade being put really in one category. And I just think that they've also been doing it for a long time and their shit's good. And it's really just Damon too, like which to me is is pretty like commendable. Like when you're when you can do when you when like those people that have podcasts and it's just them talking for like an hour and a half. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Like and if you make all of the music, and th- that's another part of it. Like I know she's singing, but like he's doing so much, and to me that carries a God, lot of weight. Me again, I think. I come on. That's I think it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mary Wells has got more hits, but Gorillaz had the bigger hit in. Uh, and um, I what's think the name? What's wasn't the, she kind of feel a, good, feel good. Wasn't she? I don't want to say a flash in the pan, but no. Gorillaz have been around for like what two decades minimum. Yeah, she, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, she she churned them out. I mean, all all those Motown artists, like they just used and abused them. Yeah, she was like a decade. Okay, Gorillaz, it is cool. Let's do it. Gotcha. All right. Now, yeah, this is when we get into it. This, this is when this is this is this the is the meat. round. This is the meat. Uh, Charles Bradley versus Sister Sledge. So it's like, are we going early pioneering funk, or are we going once again just grab the uh, the defibrillator and let's see what we can do here, boys? <laughs> What's your thoughts here? Um, my thoughts here: the obvious. Sister Sledge has the bigger hits. Um, they were obviously before they all, they were the first, like, you know, all sister band. Yeah. Which I think counts for something. Um, and Charles Bradley, I, to me, his only, my, my only, uh, whatchamacallit, like knock on him Mm -hmm. is the fact that he really does sound in a, his music a lot of time does sound the exactly bite, like the bite factor james brown mm. like and because that's like my only thing i was like he's great like that's definitely good, but it's like, like his biggest knock and it's not his fault but it, but it kind of is i think 
I think he knew what he was doing as he got older, but he was doing it so well that he couldn't stop doing that because it became just what he was. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think we got to go Sister Sledge here. I think we do. I think we do. We got to give the sisters some valiant love. effort. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it was a. It was. It was a close game. It was a close game, but Sister Sledge just edged him out. We had a sledge they edge. Sledged, they sledged him out, man. Sledged him out. All right, Danger Mouse versus Peter Tosh. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't like this. Um, this one, I'm leaning mouse on this one. Yeah? Yeah. I'm leaning mouse on this one just because I, what I'm doing. This is kind of a Mary Wells Gorillas situation. Well, I'm I'm more of looking at this as like genius versus genius. Definitely genius versus genius. And who's the bigger one genius? One is much older. One is newer. One was murdered and career cut short. Which I think, I don't know if that... Tortured, kidnapped, tortured, and killed. Yeah, so I don't know if, like, that goes... Um, I'm going genius versus genius here. So and who's go? the bigger genius? I'm leaning mouse. I think we go danger mouse. I'm leaning mouse on that. And some people might not understand that, but it's just because you don't know enough about the mouse. I, that's, that's, that's what I'm... Yeah. We're going danger mouse, sorry. It's what's it's what's best for the I'm bracket. I'm gonna think about that one for days. It's it's what's best for the bracket. And if you don't like it, go back and listen to uh, that episode and check out the tracks. And I think you'll be swayed. That one's I'm gonna think about it. Yeah. Because that pains me to see Peter go out. I think Peter was a great choice. And it's I'm looking at the bracket now. And we, we might have, have a situation going on here. Yeah. There's a there is a. There's a storyline developing here yeah. that is it could be a collision course. That is something Holy that, shit, I didn't see this well, coming. Let's, well let's what give us the final four. So the final four we have Art Blakey versus the Gorillas, and then we have Sister Sledge versus Danger Mouse. So we have old versus new in both brackets, completely different music in each bracket. Yeah, let's. We're I want to start bottom to top here. We're gonna have. There's a fork in the road, Robert Frost, and <laughs> we are choosing. Yeah, we're choosing something here. Yes. Okay. Let's start bottom top. Let's start sledge versus mouse. All right, they're playing a back to back. We um, got. I mean, I. I think, I think this is where. I think we this might is where be the road. A team of destiny. Uh, we might be seeing a team of destiny coming forth. And I think, and and I'm thinking, I think the road is 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 coming to an end for Sledge. Yes. I think they had a great tourney. They did. And they I don't think I don't think on next season. A lot I don't think. Build I, off yeah, of. I don't think we saw them getting this far. No. Honestly. Mm -mm. So, and I think Danger Mouse. Is you know the the point spread was a little it was a little too yeah it was just it was just a big a big school you know Ohio State and then it was just Iowa State yeah you know? yeah and mm -hmm. they did they just ran into it okay let's uh, let's get our let's get our second one here to to go into the final uh, we got Art Blakey versus the Gorillas now the storyline. There's a storyline that needs to be talked about because it does have an influence on this. Mm. Now, we're not we don't know yet, but if Gorillas were to advance, we are looking at a final. We are looking at this is what the networks want. Yeah. This is what the this is what the talking heads, the pundits. This is Dodgers versus Yankees. This is what you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh you want Lakers Celtics. That's what everybody wants. 
It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. And if and if the gorillas move on, you've got Danger Mouse going up against the gorillas. Danger Mouse worked with the gorillas. Gorillas worked with Danger Mouse. We've got a there's a there's a storyline there. Mm. But let's get back to the matchup. I think that although this seemed like a trap game and something where the gorillas were already in a look ahead situation, I think they went out there and they, I think took, they pulled one off. They took care of business. I think they pulled one off. They took care of business. I don't think they pulled one off. No. I think this was Blakey was a good team. They came in and they 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 went toe to toe for the first half, and the Gorillas just pulled away in the second. Yeah, I I I I can't agree more. I think the Gorillas uh, definitely. Uh, I think, I think, I think because of the Gorillas' uh, team mentality, and they played more together. Yeah, I mean, all the characters came together from yeah. the anime, and they just yeah. fucking. They yeah, put it I the think the I think Blakey improvised a little too much. I think they got a little too cute at the end. He definitely improvised too much. So, Gorillas, Gorillas. This is what we all wanted. This is why we do it. This is why we do it. Duke versus North Carolina. This is why we fucking do it. Okay, we got the Gorillas versus Danger Mouse. What are you thinking? I mean, I think I'm. I mean, I think I, I've been advocating for one team and 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 their their play this whole this whole bracketology talk. And I, and I think you've think been I've been garnering for the other. Yeah, and to me, just off first look, I'm I'm the first thing that comes to my brain is I don't know if the Gorillas are where they're at without Danger Mouse. In that album. But. Feel Good. Dirty Harry. Like. What's the. Uh, what's the other. There was another. But that bit. adds credit and cachet to Danger Mouse's repertoire. That's as what, well. That's what I'm saying. No. I, I'm thinking there's there's no gorillas without Danger Mouse. But I'm saying. That with the gorillas success too. That adds to Danger Mouse's acclaim as well. But the gorillas. The Gorillas were good. They were a good band, but then they had that one Grammy Award-winning album, and that was the album that not only did Danger Mouse produce, he won a Grammy for as producer of the year. Wow, for that album. And like, I don't. I mean, Feel Good put the Gorillas. This on is the where map. I look at my client and I say, I mean, you killed the guy. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Should have checked dead, dead in the house before. Yeah, died it. Did you check died, died in the house? Died. You're going to be on it now. <laughs> you're in. If you weren't on it before, you're on it now. All right, so I think that I, we have the answer. I think we have a winner. We have, I think, um, the orchestrator. And it's really like Danger Mouse was the coach at Gorillaz University. Yeah. And then left and knew the blueprint of how they were going to play. Yeah. And set up the D so that they were just going to be a stifling mm-hmm. uh, stifling opponent. Yeah, I and think they so. Just, they won a 48-41 to 41 game. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of defense. Yeah. A lot of defense in that game. Wow. Danger Mouse is your third seed in, in uh, the Final Four. So we have two con- more contemporary artists now uh, of the three that have made it in. We have yes. Rod Temperton, the 80s magic man. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. We have our newest, uh, newest member, Danger Mouse, and uh, Mayor Hawthorne, and Mayor Hawthorne. Damn. So uh, I feel maybe maybe some of our old heads that are listening right now might be a little upset with the way that the the youth in our in our, in this podcast might be swaying this a little. That's bit. the way of the industry. We'll get your own fucking podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um. Let's uh let's get into this uh this peacock. Let's roll into it. Let's do it.
Okay. I've got a great peacock this week. You know, sometimes I feel like I get a little too uh, in the mud and I... Uh, I, I don't like I don't like making you feel like you don't know music. I hope you know that. I hope you don't think that I'd like you know I try to like you know put you uh, look like a like 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 a fool. This podcast is a learning experience yeah. for myself and for the crowd. So so this one it's I've, appreciated. This one I've had on the list for a while, and this is the this is uh, show Jay some love week. Oh, okay. Jay Appreciation. Jay Appreciation, Peacock. Okay. Um, as always, the Peacocks in Music, we make a beautiful playlist for you guys on Spotify. It's called Peacocks in Music. Um, all of the, uh, you know, all the all the past Peacocks music's on there. I go on there. I, I find choice tracks for you guys. I add them there so you don't have to go sifting around through the, the discography of the said Peacock. I do all the work for you. So if you're interested in this week's Peacock or past ones, uh, go check out Peacocks in Music on Spotify, and you can find all the music there. This week's Peacock is a... A hip-hop uh, duo that Jordan and I absolutely are infatuated with, and it is none other than Gangstar. Yes. Uh, 1986 to 2003, East Coast hip-hop is in the house. All the way in. All the way in, All baby. The way, as in as it gets. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it here. The, uh, the original Gangstar group actually was founded... At Morehouse College in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and it did not involve uh, DJ Primo. Really? Primo came in uh, after the fact. Uh, it was Guru, um, who at the time, his name was not Guru. It was MC Keithy E. Love that. And I uh, think I've heard of that. I yeah, and that. then the other guys in the group, one was Big Shug, and then uh, the other one was DJ uh, Suave D. Suave D. Okay. Suave D. Um, so, but, uh, you know, quickly, like about a, a year or two into like their group, uh, Suge went to jail. He got imprisoned. So the group split up and this is when, uh, Guru or MC Keith E moves to Brooklyn and he changes his name officially to Guru, which do you know Guru, uh, no. where he got that, what it is? No. Guru, uh, actually stands for... Gifted Unlimited Rhymes Universal. I had heard that. Yeah, I yeah. thought, I thought, I thought he, said, he said it a couple times in his lyrics. Um, so this was like a cool little like uh, passing of the ships in the knife in the night, if you will. Uh, so when Guru went to Brooklyn at that time, uh, Premier was actually just leaving Brooklyn and going down to uh, going down to Houston. To uh, finish uh, his uh, his degree, uh, they actually both are they're both graduated from college uh, okay. before their careers took off, which I thought was pretty hmm. fucking cool. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, they, yeah, so they both had degrees. So uh, yeah, so Primo went down to Houston, but before he went to Houston, he had a bunch of mixtapes and a bunch of beats and stuff, and he you know passed them out to all the record stores and record labels and um, you know just people you know in the scene there, and was just like, hey. I, here, this I do this shit, you know, but I gotta go down. I'm going to get my yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Guru uh, uh, actually ran into ran into like one of the demo tapes, and he really liked it. And um, 
but he didn't know who DJ Premier was, and he kind of just like put it out there that like you know he was into like you know this this guy's beats and stuff. And but at this time, Premier's down in Houston, really blowing up. He's um he's uh, got like a little trio. He's got it's him and another guy basically uh, that are doing you know uh, hip hop shit. And they actually get the attention of Wild Pitch Records, which Wild Pitch is Wild Pitch Records is one of those record labels that when you're digging for vinyl, if you see anything on Wild Pitch in the bin, you grab it and you and you fucking buy it because it was just this cool label out of Texas that uh um that had just like a really good ear like for like good hip hop music and shit. Okay, Wild Pitch. So Wild Pitch was uh, really into uh, Primo. They liked him, but they didn't like uh, they didn't like his rapper. Mm. So they said they basically told Primo, they're like, "Yo, listen, uh, we we'll sign you, we'll sign you to uh, to the label, but you got you, you got to get rid of uh, Homeboy." And and Primo was like, "Well, fuck, Wild Pitch is the shit. Uh, that sucks, but all right, I'll get rid of him, but." What do you want me to do? Like, I need somebody or, you know, whatever. Because at this point, you know, they were all were like duos, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, actually, the uh, Wild Pitch Records um, uh, had heard through the grapevine how this guru was up in Brooklyn and he kind of liked Primo's stuff. And Wild Pitch actually put Primo in Sent touch. Set up a Wild Pitch. Yeah, put Primo in touch with Guru and they, uh, they linked up. Sick. That's how they got together. Um, so in 1989, they released uh, "No More Mr. Nice Guy," uh, which was completed in ten fucking days. There was probably a lot of pent up like beats, yeah, and a lot of pent up like lyrics, yeah. And they just got in there and banged it out. Exactly, that's exactly what that was. But this, but so this was really where it took off. So uh, off of "No More Mr. Nice Guy," uh, there's a song on there called "Manifest." And it was, uh, you know, their single, so to say, and it was actually getting a lot of uh, airplay on Yo MTV Raps, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, for anyone out there, that was the big uh, uh, hip hop show on MTV with uh, Freddie, Fab Five Freddy? Yeah, Fab Five Freddy. And the original uh, Dr. Dre. Oh, the um, original Dr. It Dre. It was Dr. Dre. I thought was, there was another guy. It was. There too. But it was Fab Five Freddy, Dr. Dre, and somebody else, and then. Then it just became Fat by Freddy, like towards. Yeah, like, I can't remember. It dropped him, but the original Fat Dr. Dre was he was on there too, and I digress. But um, uh, Spike Lee was you know watching Yo MTV Raps one day, and he really liked, uh, he really liked the song Manifest, um, and he was actually at that time working on the uh, classic uh, Mo Betta Blues, mm-hmm. which is the. Uh, Spike Lee joined. The Spike Lee joined the movie about pretty much about John Coltrane, and but it's about a jazz singer played, played by Denzel Washington. It's a really good fucking movie. Great if movie. You, if you guys want to fucking you know get like hip, uh, but yeah, so he was filming that um, Mo Betta Blues at the time, and uh, he tells his music director, uh, Brandon Marsalis, mm-hmm. for Mo Betta Blues to. Uh, Yo, go find these guys, Gangstar. Like, go find them. And so, uh, Brandon Marsalis finds Gangstar, and he tells him, like, hey, Spike, you know, I want you guys to, like, be on the soundtrack. Once you want to put one of your songs, like, in in the movie. But, uh, uh, but Brandon Marsalis is like, I've got, uh, Branford, I keep calling him Brandon. Um, and he, but Branford's like, I've got an idea, though. He goes, there's this, uh, 
there's this Lotus Eli poem that is about uh, all about the history of jazz. It's a poem about the history of jazz by Lotus Eli. And Branford Marsalis is like, I think you should rap this poem, but over like you know one of one of your primo beats, like yeah. put, put put a hip hop you know rhythm on it. And uh, they did it. The song eventually uh, becomes a song jazz thing. Mm-hmm. And it's in. They put it on the. Uh, they put it on the movie soundtrack, and it. Uh, it basically, it didn't like you know the song didn't like go big anywhere. But this is what created the whole concept for now, Gangstar, and like this is where like when they did this jazzy hip hop thing, this mm-hmm. was the first time they're like, whoa, this is kind of cool. Yeah, and this like really started them going towards the jazz jazz jazzy hip hop and yeah. the jazz rap that like nobody was ever doing. No one was doing that. And that's that. the one thing when you listen to G- Gangstar you're going to like quickly realize this is not like gangster rap. No, and actually the more I think about it now, the way in which he delivers his lyrics, which is always kind of you can that's it's one of the ways that you can kind of pull apart everyone's style is very jazz in a sense yeah because it is meandering it doesn't always finish on the right timing uh-huh. not everything rhymes from him it's very clean it's like very the, the, he clean. doesn't cuss at all he's like probably the most like literate rapper like out like that's ever been out there he enunciates yes. very well so like, you can hear what it is he's very saying, jazzy i like that but he he does bop around yeah the same way that if you're keeping the time you can kind of stay color within the lines you yeah know what I, mean? I like that i really like i like where you i like where your head went there um so you know they 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 were you know they put out you know uh, you know albums after that they were always doing their own stuff too uh, you know Primo was making beats for Heavy D and Biggie and you know all these other like New York rappers and stuff and uh, Guru was working doing his Jazzmatazz series stuff so they Which both was, were always like yeah. kind of like you know together but also like doing their own thing um, but. Something happened, and I couldn't find anything. It's really under wraps. It was, it was. I didn't know it at all. And tell me if you did. But um, eventually, in two thousand and two, after several albums, and they were on tour in Europe, uh, Primo left in the middle of the tour and went back to the United States. He was kind of just like over it, and we couldn't find out why. And we couldn't find out why. Uh, Guru had to finish the tour on his own, getting another DJ. Mm-hmm. And um, after that tour, Guru came out and said that the group had split up, which I never knew that they were ever at one point split. Yeah, that was at that time when we were young enough to like not be plugged in on yeah. that deep of hip hop all right. the time. So that's the excuse I'm going to use. But uh, I don't remember that. Well, I never got in. T- I I never got into Guru. Um, until after his death, like I, I do Jazzmatazz. Like I had that album, but I didn't. I had no idea who, like, who Guru was. I thought it was. Just, I just liked the like songs on it. And I, this rapper was like kind of cool. I didn't really get he into was, like Gangstar until I, I definitely getting into Gangstar until uh, post death. He was for me. That, Spoiler alert! That phase after, um, you know, I started with the Atlanta rap, Outcast, and all that type of stuff. The crunk rap. And then I started branching out to different um, sectors of the country. You know, I had a playlist of all of, you know, uh, the Mike Jones and Houston and H-Town and some thug and all yeah. that. 
And I remember very vividly making my New York playlist. Mm -hmm. And he was riddled throughout it. And I remember even definitely listening to him because he was part for me of when I started listening to the conscious rap. Yes. So when like I started common, listening to Common, Black Star, Talib Kweli, yeah, Most yeah. Def, you know, yes, and Gangstar. Exactly. Exactly. And Gangstar. Yeah. That was really the tail end of the conscious rap totally. for me. So that's when I first had heard of him and heard like the Jasmine stuff, but also some of his early, that early stuff. And that was like, when I rem- he was still around though. Like I remember the Jasmine album I had was, I think it was like volume seven. Like I remember, like that's how late, like into it, I like. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, by the way, those Jasmine Taz series are incredible for anyone that like is really trying to like dig their head into like some serious jazzy hip hop, like totally different type shit. It's actually like really wonderful uh, volumes. Yeah. But um, so yeah, they split, man, and uh, that was in uh, two thousand and two. And in uh, February of, of 2010, Guru suffers a heart attack, uh, and he goes into a coma, and he dies on April 19th. And uh, apparently, back in 2000, in 2000, he was diagnosed with myeloma, my, my, myeloma, which is basically a cancer of plasma cells that basically they're a hybrid of white blood cells, and they make anti- antibodies. And mm. so they were cancerous and. Uh, you can obviously uh, figure out how that goes. But, um, you know, when he dies, you know, they, like I said, they appeared to have, have had a, a falling out. Um, and when he dies, he there's a letter that was written uh, supposedly by Guru that says, I do not wish to have my ex-DJ have anything to do with my name or my likeness uh, after my death. Damn. So he, he went, he went, they went like... Scorched Earth, di- different directions, and he was salty even to the end. Well, but then when I did like when I did more digging on it, there's a lot of speculation out there that like that letter was not written by Guru. It was written yeah. by this other guy, DJ Solar. That was like he was the guy that took over like mm, the Euro thing. Uh, kind of was like his DJ after, and was like there by his like bedside and stuff until the end. And so a lot of people, including. Uh, Guru's family believe that that letter is not written by Guru, and it's actually, in fact, written by Solar. Primo's just gotta think; he's just gotta believe that. You yeah. know what I mean? That you gotta believe that because he shouts out Guru. Yeah. Pretty regularly. Yeah. Like he's definitely like R.I.P. Guru. He doesn't he's, shy away from that conversation ever. Not at all. So that's actually that's interesting was... to me because I never knew that, and um, he always is 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 kind of. Propping Guru up still, claiming yeah. Gangstar and shit. Yeah, which I, think, I always liked. I always I think thought that on was dope. One of his newest, uh, the one of the newest things that Primo did, he had a, a, a Guru yeah. track on it. Like he did, an unreleased, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did. Which was a great album, by the way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that split thing. Like at the end, I was like, I had no idea. I didn't know that either. I didn't like it. It was like mm. I was like, damn. I don't like that now. I know. So there's your peacock in music, mm. Gangstar. Go check them out. They're the fucking shit. There's no way you're not going to be able to bob your head when you're listening to it. If you like hip-hop in any capacity and you've never heard of this guy, at first you might think it's a bit unspectacular, but the more you listen to it, the more you'll understand how good of a duo they really were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I have... Uh, I got a couple things, man, that uh, I think we need to... I, I have one thing that we need to discuss, 
and then I have another. I have homework for you for okay. both of us. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. Let's get into the Neil Young stuff with Spotify. Okay. Uh, I think you know we are a music podcast. Uh, it's 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 really hot right now in the news cycle, and I think it needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, for those you don't know, Neil Young, uh, along with Joni Mitchell and a few other uh, artists, have pulled their music off Spotify. They they told Spotify pull our music off because you've got Joe Rogan on your platform. Uh, spitting, you know, uh, wrong information out there, and we're not down with that. It's killing people. Okay. Did I get that right? Yeah, that seems pretty accurate. Um, I wanted to before I do my, I wanted to get your reaction. My reaction is um that the same freedoms that allow Spotify to keep Joe Rogan shit on there. Is the same freedoms that Neil Young ch- can can choose to exercise by removing his shit. Yeah, and I think that it's probably the only thing he thinks at this point because he doesn't want to take away the joy of people listening to his music. I don't think that was any part of why he did it, but he felt like maybe that was the only way that he can get them to at least hear and know that they hear what he's saying. Yeah. But I mean, I I think if you're gonna let Joe Rogan keep his shit on there, then you gotta let him Neil Young pull his shit off. Right, and and I think we we I think we agree on the on this on this topic. I I I thought it was very interesting and almost hypocritical, <clears throat> if you may, of Neil Young, you know, trying. You know, to you know, it, it comes well, out of free speech. He's asking for censorship and then censoring his own listeners. But from then the also music. too, he's a '60s guy. He's a hippie. He's a Woodstock guy. Yeah. So he grew up in that that you know that era of like you know, you know Vietnam War and you know fighting for people's rights and and, and having you know people's free speech uh, being you know suppressed. And then now you're kind of like. Roaring against, uh, you know, someone else having free speech, and 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 you think that that's messed up, even though yeah, you, it doesn't. We're not talking about what Joe Rogan's actually saying because that's a whole other topic that I, yeah, I, can get I mean, into. I want to put the that out there at least that I think he's a dumb fuck. He's but, a dumb fuck, but if you like the one thing, if you listen, because everyone gets the clips and stuff, but if you listen, he's not like. He's just telling you like what he does and how he feels, and that's fine. Like if you if you want to do that stuff, like that's cool with me. But he's also like you know he had that that guy uh, on recently like where he was Joe Rogan said some shit and the guy was like that's completely wrong. And then Joe Rogan in the middle of the episode like they he he looked he's like no they they kind of bowed back and forth and they looked it up right there on the episode and fact checked and Joe Rogan was completely wrong about what he was saying. It was something with like you know kids getting the the kids getting the vaccine and how it could like, you know, fuck it was something like that. And he was proving completely wrong right on air. And he right there on air, like completely apologizes. Like I totally got that wrong. Like I need to do a better job of like, you know, fucking if I'm going to have this platform, so he's not like the devil, I guess is what I'm trying to say. No, I mean, I think that it's just, we're in that time. It's not my cup of tea. Everyone's got too much time on their hands and phones in their face to basically like get outraged about everything. Yeah. I don't like what he says uh, about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I think that he should be more responsible with that platform. 
But guess what? You're all giving him that platform. You guys are listening to it, man. And you paid him a bunch of fucking money to be on there, knowing that that's kind of his shtick. Yeah. So Spotify, I mean, I don't know what... You're telling that they're a business. Yeah. All right? You know what I mean? Like, if you're... And I love Spotify. Yeah, we love Spotify. We're we're big fans, and we're never going to leave. But, bro, it's a business. I mean, if Apple throws a bunch of money at us. If Apple wants to... Yeah, if they want to woo us. I mean... We can be wooed. You can always Mike, we'll take you with we'll take you with us. Um, yeah. So the Neil Young thing, but uh, another thing that I was thinking about too that I thought was really interesting because then you had Joni Mitchell like you know get on board, and then like a couple other like artists that no one like even knows are getting on board, and I was like, you know, it won't happen. I was like, but the conversation is very interesting to me if you had a young person get in on that in that game. You know what I mean? Like if you had, um, because there's tons of like these young pop stars. You know that come out like, like you mean talk, like a big like a big young talking, name like yeah, Taylor like, Swift. Well, like that would be crazy. That would never happen. But I, I'm th- I was thinking more of, of like a moderate like like because Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, The Weeknd, they're not gonna pull their stuff Spotify. Drake's not gonna pull their stuff off Spotify they could for like a week, right? But like that would that would be that would be bad business on their part. Yeah. So, but I, you know, but like, you know, like the Jonas Brothers, you know, pull their shit off of there. Mm. And what if you like that? So that was like the conversation that was interesting to me. That was playing. That was playing back in my head of like, what if you had a couple young stars? Like, would that move the would that move the needle for Spotify? Would then they have to like? I think it would have to be put a disclaimer out before every. You know what I mean? Like yeah. then they then they might be have to be like forced to do something. I think it would have to be either a big name or multiple big names. Because the fact that it's Neil Young is the Spotify's like, okay, see you later. Yeah, they're like, okay, boomer. Like, like that sucks, but yeah. like, we don't have Crazy Horse, but like, yeah, we'll we'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. like we went years without Prince in like in the Beatles catalog on our shit. Yeah, wait, we still got the we got Prince. Okay, bye. We're, yeah, like I remember, I remember when they didn't have Prince in in Michael Jackson catalog, and it was like it was a big deal. Yeah, because they were like the big spot, the big boss hogs, and they had there. You literally couldn't. L- there was listen definitely to a one. time early on in Spotify where you're like, "All right, this is dope," but they, you can tell they don't have everything that they need. Yeah, like I remember when they didn't have Michael Jackson. Like, exactly. Yeah. In the yeah, beginning, yeah. like when I had Spotify, I was like, "Spotify is cool," but like I can't hear Thriller. Yeah, you had to play <laughs> like, it from your computer. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that was, I think that's interesting, and like I was, I was, I don't think it's gonna happen, but there was a time. You know, there where I was kind of waiting for like each day of like a, a young star to be like, yo, I'm with Neil Young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they want to talk about it. I don't know if they want to be about it. Yeah. Like, if, you know, if, uh, if, uh, like Modest Mouse, I'm, I'm trying to find like that, like that band that would be Modest willing Mouse to do is it, but is close to, uh, to Neil, I feel like. As far as like size Kings of Leon came out, you know, and said, yeah. we're, you know, like, I don't know if that moves the needle. That's what I, I'm trying to find. I was trying to think of like that that band that is like that would make that decision, but would also move the needle because, like I said, you know, Katy Perry's not going to pull her shit off. Katy but if Perry she pulled it off of would, Spotify, like she's still getting all that Apple money and all that other streaming money. Yeah, so it's not like it's that big of a. That's what I'm saying, but you see these for a big name. You though. see these young pop. You see these artists come out like talking shit on Joe Rogan, and I mean and Neil Young put his money where his mouth was. So like that's why I'm just like, where are those other uh, where are those other bands that were like coming out there talking? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if what's gonna happen next. We'll see because I feel like maybe Joe might temper it down a little. Well, he already came out. He uh, he 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 came out and he said he's like, listen. 
I, you know, I, I you know, I got to do a better job of fact checking all my stuff. Like he, like he came out again and said it. He was like, yeah, because he got checked like a few weeks ago, like real, real bad. Mm-hmm. And he was, he said, he goes, he goes, you know, I. I have this long format, you know, the way that we do our interviews where we sit there and we talk for four hours. And he goes, and I need to do a better job of knowing that, like, you know, one little slip up can, like, affect a lot of things. And, you know, and, he yeah. goes, and, and it's hard when you're in those long format situations to get, you know, you, you get carried away with things because you're going for either a joke or you're just talking because you heard something. Yeah. So. I mean, that's a long time to talk to. In four hours. You, if you and I talk for four hours, holy shit. We're gonna we s- could. We could fucking do it right now. I mean, but the next two hours are you and me talking shit. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. All shit. Yeah. Um, and I and that's the thing too. Four hours is a long time to talk. Four hours is a long time to talk about the vaccine. Like, kill me now. Oh my god. Like, if I just sit here and talk to you about like vaccine, like politics and boosters, I'd be like, oh my god, let's go. Yeah. So, um. I got homework for you, bud. I got some fun homework for us. All right, give it to me. Have you heard about this Janet Jackson documentary? No. I uh, uh, maybe. I there's a there's a new Janet ja- Janet Jackson documentary. It's out. It's on Lifetime and A and E networks. It's on demand. All that stuff. Okay. So I think they're about four episodes in, I believe. And I've read. I haven't seen anything. I've read. It's really really good. Okay. So is she a uh, part of it? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But that, it, always, it, that always changes things a little bit for me. Yeah, I don't. Is I don't it know. An unbiased. I have no know? idea. And it's um, it's like a document or documentary it's just like, style. You know, start to feel like I like I, I read the first episode, like the description of it. And it was like seven year old Janet. Like okay. we're starting from you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Michael and, and Jackson Five are, are going, and she's yeah, probably sure. seven. You know, okay. she's she's probably getting her first gig. What was the show she was on? I don't know. She was on the Jeffersons, right? Was she? Uh huh. Yeah, there's the Jefferson's one with Dino My. No, that's What's that one. Good times. I good think. times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was on. Uh, she was on Good Times. She was like a little girl. So yeah, we um, uh, we gotta we we not now, but like, let's you know yeah. at, at our leisure because like I said, I think it's like five episodes and each one's like you know not thirty minutes. Got it. So uh, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna into that. we're gonna check out the Janet Jackson documentary and give you guys uh, live updates on how good it is because, like I said, I heard it was real. Okay, it's been really, really. Good. Yeah, I mean the Aretha one was fucking dope. Um, now I mean we 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 got a pressure cooker going here. Should we save headlines for next week? Um, because I got a lot. That's yeah, my only thing. I'm looking at my week. list and I because I've been building them for a couple weeks now, and I don't want to just power through them no we need to talk about them let's do that next week yeah because uh, we'll start that off after yeah, the janitor's because we're gonna um well yeah we'll do headlines next week because i got a I, yeah i got a, a bunch and then we're also going we got uh we got some names to add to the off your john rocker yeah segment yep mm-hmm. got a couple more names that are uh they're just welcome 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 yeah they're they are they're out there yeah so um thank you guys we love you Rate, subscribe, review, tell friends, yada, yada, yada. Uh, next week will be the uh, wedding wrap-up mm. show. Maybe oh, yeah. we'll have the maybe we'll have the 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 newly wedded uh, man here on the I podcast. Like that idea. I like that. I like maybe that. We'll ha- maybe we'll have uh, uh, <laughs> uh, prenup Benny on or yeah. whatever we call him. <laughs> whatever we call him. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>